Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, Boomer and Gio coming to you live. The Bill Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Had Joe Shane speaking at the Combine yesterday about Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones. And it feels like this has been going on now forever. And I know he's got to say the things that he said. And he handled it perfectly. And he opened the door just a little bit for all sorts of things to happen. Uh, meaning that uh, franchise tag unlikely, but who knows. I uh, want to keep Saquon, but, you know, he's going to probably be a free agent. We don't know what's going on. Daniel Jones is our quarterback. He has to be the quarterback because he's under contract and they haven't gotten to the draft yet. But none of the stuff that he says really will mean anything after free agency in the draft because all the actions are going to speak louder than words. And I still think that there is a chance that they end up taking a quarterback. And the reason why, more than anything, is that they are going into year three with this regime. And Bill Belichick is hanging out there. John Mara, Bill Belichick, we know they love each other. We know Bill Belichick knows the Giants. If these guys are going to go down, they're going to want to go down with their guy at quarterback. And they haven't had an opportunity to do that yet. And if they can get their hands on one of these prospects, and I know that we like thinking, oh, you know, sit a year, whatever. You know, maybe they do. Maybe, maybe John Mara says, I don't want Bill Belichick. That time has passed. And I want to see this thing through and they can allow a young quarterback to sit. But they're probably thinking if we can draft a quarterback that's going to step in and light this franchise on fire in a good way, then we're here. Then we're good. Then it's our guy. Then we're perfect. We don't have to worry about anything. But if they end up coming back, Daniel Jones gets hurt again. Maybe Saquon Barkley is uh, is elsewhere or he comes back and gets hurt. Their offense stinks again. The new defensive coordinator is not the as good as Wink Martindale. Then they got no shot of sticking around. 
They they got to grow some roots here with guys other than Dave Gettleman's picks, and they haven't done that yet. Well, all I can tell you is that uh, Daniel Jones will have a chip on his shoulder and he'll have a lot to play for. And that's a good thing. Uh, as far as uh, Saquon Barkley is concerned, for me personally, I hope he's able to hit free agency. He may not get the money he wants, but he may be able to pick where he can go and play. And that, at this point in his career, may be the most important thing. You know, like a two-year deal to sign with, you know, whoever would love him. You know, um could you imagine him with Josh Allen? Could you imagine him with, and again, you know, these salary cap situations, you know, can be modified. Uh, the salary cap went up $30 million. Yeah. It's a little bit unexpected. It's given some teams that didn't have any breathing room, some breathing room, but there's going to be a lot of uh, manipulating of contracts. And there's probably going to be a number of big time players uh, that we know of that will be cut here uh, in short order. Uh, to get ca- uh, you know cap space even more for some of these teams, so we saw the Miami Dolphins already cut two of their defensive stars, um, and we're going to see more. And this is going to probably open up opportunities for a guy like Saquon Barkley. You know, I, I know that uh, Miami has Raheem Mostert, and there was the other young kid that they Achan. Have. That's right, uh, Devin Achan. So, like, I would love to see a guy like Saquon down there, but I think Saquon would probably want to go somewhere where he would be the one guy, the number one guy. Yeah, I, I would imagine so, too. I mean, we talked about Buffalo for so many years with Saquon Barkley the last two seasons, but James Cook has pretty much taken that job by the horns, and he was very, very good at the end of the season. Yeah, I'm not sure that perfect fit. I, I mean, I know Austin Eckler's future in uh, L.A. with the Chargers is up in the air. Maybe they do a swap situation there where uh, Saquon Barkley goes out there. I, I mean, you see some of these names, too. It's amazing to me you that... Like Josh Jacobs is probably going to be available. Yeah. Well, maybe the Raiders is a place then for Saquon Barkley. It's amazing to me, though, that you see names like Mike Evans and the Kansas City Chiefs linked together. It's like, how the hell? They're going to add Mike Evans now, too? And I know that they had issues at wide receiver last year. Yeah, but Rasheed Rice finally figured it out. The second half of the season, he became their go-to speed guy. And it just took him a while. You know, he was a rookie. It just took him a while to figure it out. And with Patrick Mahomes at quarterback and, you know, talking to the kid and working with a kid in practice and sitting him down, once he finally figured it out, boom, he took off. Yeah, there's a lot of guys on that list. Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry, Tony Pollard, Austin Eckler, DeAndre Swift, Devin Singletary. I mean, there's a lot. Honestly, I would love to see Saquon Barkley in a cowboy uniform. Oh, <laughs> I mean, they're about the only one. They're not bringing back Tony Pollard. Mm, probably not. Mm. Probably not. Jerry wants that too. He was saying Saquon. Oh, they yeah, really say he that. would love it. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that would be that would be great for the Cowboys for sure, especially in that offense. Oh my goodness, that would be something else. Could he really do that though? I know he loves the Giants and being a Giant. Hey. That would be some petty. That would be something else. Or the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Eagles are fine with running running backs. Well, although DeAndre Swift is uh, uh, a free agent as well. Yeah. Well, I, I think Saquon wants to win. I think he wants to go to a place where he's got a shot next year. If, out of all those running backs that you see on that list, and there's a lot, and maybe, Stephen, you guys could put the list back up again so Gio can see it. Um, give me your top three. Who would you Who would you want to take 
off of this list. This list is about, what, 11 players long? Yeah, I would say Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, and DeAndre Swift. Those those in that order. And I'd have to take... I what think, about J.K. Dobbins? You take a chance on him coming yeah. off of a knee injury? Yeah, not... not yeah, it's actually Achilles, right? Yeah, well, it was Achilles, that's right. Yeah, uh, those, those would be my top three. I mean, Derrick Henry's been great, but obviously the type of back that he is, the beating he's been taking... Tony Pollard had a major, major injury. We understand that. How about if Derrick Henry signed with the Bills and you had Derrick Henry and James Cook as your one, too? That'd be pretty good. You think Derrick Henry's got a lot left? I don't know if he had a good season this past year. Yeah. Um, no, I don't I don't think like, you know, four years left at, at being a top-tier running back. But I think if he went with the right team and had the right role, he could still be uber, uber effective. And I think if you play outdoors and you want a physical kind of you know offense which all the four teams that made it into the um championship weekend all were physical football teams even the chiefs they ran the ball with isaiah pacheco uh they weren't the explosive offense although it did turn explosive there when patrick mahomes took over in the second half against the 49ers but i mean to me derrick henry is a perfect fit for northeastern Midwestern outdoor football team. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Bull you over in a playoff game. Second and goal from the three. Calling about setting the tone. Yeah. Hand it to the big dog. Yeah, but again, how much? And he's got to be a part of a two a tandem backfield where he's the smash and grab. It's kind of like the Ahmad Bradshaw and, and Josh Jacobs. Not Josh Jacobs. Um, uh, Brandon Jacobs. Brandon Jacobs for the Giants. Yeah. I can't wait for the draft. What is the draft? Like April 27th, somewhere in there Detroit, again? you want to go? No, no, absolutely not. Detroit's one of those places I don't think I will ever go. Detroit's a great town, man. For I thought They've done a lot of work downtown, man. They have I'm really, sure they have. And, uh, you know. Still don't need to be there. Catch a Red Wings game? No. Nah. No? Okay. I mean, like, maybe one of the suburbs. That'd be fine. I'm telling you, downtown Detroit is 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 coming back. Okay. I mean, I'm not interested at all. Not oh, one okay. bit. I mean, don't have such a sourpuss. About Why would I want to go to Detroit? So if you go in the wintertime. Well, I mean, the NFL draft is there. You were a draft, Nick. I, I used to love it, yes. And, I, and you I, just said you love it again. I said I could offer you an opportunity to go out there. No, nah, I don't. But I loved it when it was in New York and I could just hang out here and go to it. I'm not. You, you, would you want to go out there and cover it? No. Okay. What, do I, what am I, a reporter? Well, I mean, it's it's the time of year where I could get us on some pretty good golf courses. April twenty fifth to the twenty seventh, it's gonna be freezing out there. Now, what'd you say again? What was that? <laughs> what did, What did you do two days ago? Uh, I played, and what yeah. I did. What did yeah. you do yesterday? I played. Yeah. yeah, and you're telling me that the weather in April in Detroit. I'm sure it's not particularly great, but you might get a couple, maybe sixty degree days. I just feel like. They got a couple. Of like every day in there. Detroit is that scene in Eight Mile where Eminem is like rapping and everybody's bouncing up and down. Like but that's I feel like, like that's like, like gritty Detroit and all that other stuff. But I'm just telling you, I just feel like that's like there's just warehouses filled with people doing rap battles. No, well, okay. that's what I feel like Detroit is. It's not. It's more than that. Like I remember also when the the uh, Super Bowl was in Detroit, 2005 season. Uh, February 2006, the Steelers beat the Seahawks. They were they said they were putting like up uh, fake storefronts and things out there to cover up 
some of the the squalor that was out there in downtown Detroit, like painting stuff, like the Roadrunner thought it was going through a tunnel okay. and it would hit the side of a mountain. Like that's what people were doing. Like they're just like painting like old fake uh, landscape and put boards up. A lot of opportunity where there is, uh, unfortunately, uh, a disaster when when a disaster hits a town. And we know that here in New York, that opportunity presents itself once you kind of figure out what's going on and how you can fix things. Yeah. Uh, All right. So you're telling me you want to go to Detroit? Hey, I have no problem going to Detroit. You want to do shows in Detroit for the draft? I I just want to know, did you want to cover the draft in Detroit? I don't know. You seem to be really into it. I love the NFL draft, yes. Okay. But I don't know about... You got me with the golf thing. Yeah, okay. If we're just talking draft, yeah, then no. Okay. But if you're telling me we're going out there together and I get to play in a different different state yeah. with you, that'd be fun. All right, let's go to Vinny out in Congress. Vinny, what's happening? Uh, a boomer. I had a call. I had a call for you today. I feel your pain, man. All you do is want to do stuff and have fun. And everyone there in the studio always gives you a song and dance. Why they don't want to do it? That is so miserable. It's all right, Vinny. Let, let's be real. If, if boomer is like, you want to go down to uh, Baker's Bay in the Bahamas for a weekend and play golf? Would have said yes. Did you want to go to Detroit in April to watch the NFL draft? A little bit different. Well, you said you love the draft. That's I why do I love the draft. Yeah. It's something to do. You're getting away something from to the, do. Ryan, the family, you're changing it up a little bit. Have mm. some fun and a little adventure. I listen, I, I Vinny. I you you're talking more to Al. Do yeah. But by by the way, I made him go to Vegas with me for nine days. They went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they loved it. I listen. I do more stuff. Hey, you guys loved it. The only thing they don't like to do is play softball. Yeah, that's a hundred percent true. I mean, if, is this like a real thing or not? Because now I got to mentally prepare myself for this. I just brought it up. I would have to, you know, make some phone calls and take care of some things. So we would do a show out there Thursday morning, Thursday, um, and then Friday morning. Or did you want to do like a show like Thursday night from the draft as well? I, I think I would think we'd we'd have to go out there and maybe you know because it is the draft and we owe it to our listeners to talk about the teams here and what the possibilities are and what they're going to do especially if there are any trades being made um we we'd have to cover it on thursday morning and then maybe go to the draft and maybe cover the first you know 10 picks or so is there a yankee game on that night yeah i don't know they could split the signal nobody cares is mike valenti a big dog out there like he he could help us out huge Huge dog yeah he is the well, honey, he is the he's the he's Mac like Daddy. a Tibetan mastiff out there. Right. If you want to talk he's about a Mac big, Daddy, he would big be dog, more, and he would be more than happy to host us. Let's see. I don't think he plays golf though, does he? I don't think so. Yeah, but he's got to know. I'm sure he knows. No, I have guy, I have guys out there that can handle things. All right, see if there's a Yankee game on. You say the split the signal. Just split the signal. You just do that. Yes. Just split it and put us on there. I think that's what you should do, especially if we go out there. April, what the hell did I say it was? NFL draft, April, Thursday, April 25th, 7.05 game against the A's. So that wouldn't work unless we're splitting the signal. Yeah. And we wouldn't be on, we wouldn't be on WFAN-FM. No, we need that. So that, you mean, 
I think CBS Sports Network may get a little, you know. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, Stephen Walters in there pooping his diaper in the control room. <laughs> Popping around right now from one end to the other to the control room. Yeah. All right. So now it's dead. I feel like it's right, dead. Okay. Is it dead? Well, we'll see. I'm not. I'm not saying anything. I'm not. You know. All right. We'll see what happens. Now I'm in. I'm in now. Okay. I'm in now. Well, we'll see. I, but I don't. But there's a lot of machinations. Right. Got to figure out now. I, was, I just got over like the having to bring Elvis in and the, thinking about something I had to do, and now oh. I got this on my plate. Also, would that be a commercial flight? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to Anthony in New Jersey. Good morning, Anthony. Good morning. Good morning, hey. Anthony. What's up, man? You're on the air. What do you got for us? Uncle Boomer. <laughs> yes, Anthony. What's happening? This bump, Evan Roberts, talking trash about our New York Rangers and Matt Rempe. Yeah, well, don't worry what about you, Evan Roberts. You, about you know, he, he he's a he's an Islander fan, so you can't worry he's about. Very salty too. Yeah, I know he's very insulting, but you can't worry about him, Anthony. Don't worry about that. Don't listen to that. Don't don't even think that he is trying to entertain you when it comes to the Rangers because he has no idea what he's talking about. All right. How far are the Rangers gonna go? Well, let's see what they do at the trade deadline. You know, don't you think we have to make a trade? Don't you think we need a couple of reinforcements? Yeah. Third line center. Third line center yeah, um, and, a, and a and a first right center. wing. Third line center yeah. and a first right wing, and let's figure out what's going on with Keandre Miller. The Knicks are killing me out here. I don't know, like. They they lost the Pelicans because they don't have they don't have Randall, and OG and an OB. It's just like it's a it's a serve. I I get sad sometimes. <laughs> and Brunson didn't play, so that's even worse. You know, yeah, you know, Anthony, you sound a lot like Evan Roberts. <laughs> you really, you really do. You really but do. different teams, obviously. Different teams, of course. But You're he really... knows what he's talking about. Has the same voice inflections. Sounds like the same age, roughly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anthony, you're great. So don't worry about what he says about the Rangers. All right. Thanks. You're welcome. But I have something else for you. Okay. He said that Matt Rempe is a criminal and a thug. He did. That. He said criminal and thug. Are you sure about On that? Is it, did he use those uh, words exactly? Yes. Wow. Okay. Wow. Now, you know, uh, man, <laughs> there's, there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Uh, but I would just say this. You know, my son-in-law was the first one to ask him to go. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's so. That's right. Is he a criminal and a thug? He, no, he's not. No. There, there's, there's a rite of passage that players like Matt Rempe, unfortunately, end up having to go through because of the reputation that he brings to the team. Yeah. And everybody knows who he is. Everybody knows his background. Everybody knows what he's all about. So all these guys like Delorier and Olivier and Matt Martin and everybody else, they all want to fight him. Yeah. And, and uh, Matt was the first one and gave him an opportunity. And the kid, it seems like he has a a great personality. I'd like to see him play more hockey. I don't know if he gets involved with this guy tonight from Columbus again. Yeah, I would the say guy try to stay away from they, By the way, I don't know if you've seen Rempe. He can barely see out of his left eye. Yeah, I mean, he got uh, beat pretty bad by the guy. Yeah, he in looks like Spuds McKenzie. Right yeah, now. so maybe he takes a night off. Maybe he takes a night off. Play a little hockey. Let's see what you got. Yeah, and Let's by the way, yes. like Evan, 
This is what you want for the Anthony, New Jersey guy who called up, or the kid who called up. Evan is a salty Islander fan. Things aren't going as well as he would like with this team. And he doesn't like the fact that the Rangers are the hottest team in hockey. And his and basketball it, team sucks. And it annoys him. And that, listening to Evan complain about the Rangers and make up all this crap should make you happy, Anthony. Don't get defensive about it. Yeah. Understand where it's coming from. You got it. You are riding a hot team right now that's got a real shot at doing some big things in the playoffs. His team right now, it looks like it's going to be on the outside looking in. So let him complain. Let him bitch. That's all he's doing. Yeah, that's he's all He's just letting off some steam. Now, I will say this, which is a really weird thing around here, because like, he's a Ned fan, mm. the leader of the Dweeb Ned fans. Yeah. He's also an Islander fan, which is fine. He's a hockey fan. I love that. Uh, but he's a Met fan. Like, I'm a Met fan. Yeah, yeah. It's like a weird dynamic. It is tough around like, when, here. When I see him, I talk Mets with him. Yeah. But that's about it. That's the only thing you guys have in common. That's it. The fact that you're human and you root for the Mets. Everything else is different. Well, and we, we, we do like sports. Like sports. We do like sports. And you work here. Yes. Uh, other than that, everything different. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Boomer's got something for you right now. We'll get Jerry back in here in just a couple of minutes. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Boomer and Gio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. So, uh... Elvis is out there just living it up. I mean, it's unbelievable. He's laying in Jess Clark's lap. He's just... He's having the greatest day of his life right now, I think. And uh, 
the architect who is not a dog guy at all. Just this is like the worst day of his life. He really, and I, he just is not into it, which is amazing to me. He's not into it. Uh, he did come in though and say he was like, "I hear that your dog is the winner today." I didn't want to have a competition, but since he's being named the winner, I'll take it. I'll take it. You know. Big old Elfie. I don't know. I think uh, I think Wednesday is just behaving herself incredibly well. Oh, she is. She is, but she's not like affectionate towards people. Yeah, she's oh, just she kind of staying to herself. Wants to be left alone and doesn't want to do anything. No, no. Her. She came Perfect. in. And says, she came in and said hello. <laughs> no, she's she fine. Did. She came in and said hello. Sniffed around. <laughs> no, I think. I mean, listen. If if she were needier than she is, then, yes. then she'd definitely have a new home by now. Yeah, the Hudson River. <laughs> oh, come, come on, on Jerry. <laughs> listen, I've done enough podcasts with him. Hey, hey, listen. And your boy was asserting his dominance over Cooper. Oh, really? He had had, like, you know, Cooper was just trying to do his Cooper thing, and Elvis was like, Rawr. <laughs> Cooper was like, oh, okay. Yeah. He had to, he had to pull that out. That roof. You know, it's funny because he's he's so big, but he's so gentle. And if he does, like when he does bark, it's almost like he surprises himself with his masculinity. You're rough. And he's like, whoa, what the hell yeah, did he, that come he from? He did that and he put his paw on top of Cooper's back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bam. Cooper right. went right down. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my goodness. Let's race him and see who wins. Let's mm. uh, see if Whimsy still got it. <laughs> I'm sure she would. It is that we do have a nice stretch here that's carpeted. Yeah. I wonder if you could, like, put a treat on a string or something. Just get a squirrel where's up here. Or where's, just make Billy run in front of her. I was going to say, where's Peter Schwartz? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that Elvis weighs more than Billy Jock alone? Is there a chance? I think it's, it's on the table. Yeah, it's definitely on the table. Uh, all right, Jerry, what's going on over there? We're brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. And by Jackpocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone. We'd heard from Joe Shane all morning from yesterday when he was with the media at the con. Uh, thoughts of quarterbacks being available at the draft, which is coming up. Yeah, it's a good quarterback draft. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not just at the top. There's some guys that are mid-levels that I think will be good number twos. There's some guys that, you know, can be number threes in the draft. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's, uh, it's a solid draft all over. So we will see if they indeed do draft a quarterback. In terms of Xavier McKinney, there's been a lot of conversation surrounding him and what the Giants will do. Uh, at that spot, here he was answering that question. I've had really good talks with Xavier over the last couple of weeks, but... Um, Talks have not begun with that. I know there was some something out there that maybe they began conversations with uh, a contract extension, but we haven't had any talks other than we're going to get to the combine. You know, think about where you guys see the value. We're going to have our comps. Yeah, so that's coming up. And he said, in terms of Daniel Jones, he's begun throwing. Things are progressing the way they need to be. So we'll see where they go. Now, Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni met the media too. I know what he means here. But it's factually incorrect, as I will play. He was asked about Jalen Hurts. Does he need to be a better leader? You know, everybody, there's not a book that is written on, this is how you lead, right? Actually, there is. If you go to Amazon, there's Be the Unicorn, uh, which is one. There's How to Lead. That's pretty specific about how to be a leader. There's How to Talk to Anyone and Lead. Okay, that's a good one. And then the one, I did not realize Boomer wrote a book recently. Uh, this is number four on the leader charts. It's called Surrounded by Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> So really, it's a very quick Google search, and there's plenty of books on being a leader. Um, he also said he needs to be him, though, in the end. One thing I learned uh, early about in leadership is that you have to be yourself. And because if you lead and you're trying to be somebody you're not, 
um, when you lead, uh, then and that that gets seen through. Hey, yeah, I mean, exactly. at the end of the day, you want to be genuine. Right. That, that's the most important thing. And <clears throat> you'd like to lead by example. You'd like to show that you are making um, the effort and giving the extra effort that is required to become that leader and gain the respect from the people you're trying to lead. You know, and you also got to make big plays on third down. You got to win. And, you gotta, and he did win, and yes. he has won. Yeah. And, and like I said, he was a second-round dra- draft choice. And I remember doing a uh, an interview down on WIP, and those guys asked me, I think it was John Ritchie and those guys were asking me, mm-hmm. uh, what do you think of Jalen Hurts? And I said, I'll tell you what, he's one competitive SOB. It wasn't on Ike and Spike? No, I don't think it was <laughs> uh, on Ike and Spike, no. All right. And I told him, he's, I said, I don't know if he'll turn out to be a top-flight quarterback, but I could tell you one thing, he's going to compete his ass off every single game, and he's not going to be intimidated. Now, he had a great season last year. He was in the midst of having a great season this year, and then unfortunately, the last five games, they kind of fell apart. For whatever the reasons within that locker room, which were real, he's got to kind of, he's got to somehow get over that and become that leader again and be a part of the team. And then just one from Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel. I think it was really hard to hear. I even uh, amplified the question. I think the question was, does Tua need to get rid of the, have a quicker release going for? I think that's what the question was. Doesn't matter, really. Uh, the answer is fine, but then listen to where it goes from there. Yes, before he's sacked. No, honestly, that's, you, you, there's, um, you know, I think, you know, the, really... <laughs> you know what? I'm got to get him to host Saturday Night Live. <laughs> That'd be something. Either that or Rump the Vice President. <laughs> Jesus God. <laughs> so, oh boy. Yeah, so there was that yesterday as well. All right, last night in the Garden, the Knicks wound up losing to the Pelicans. The Knicks uh, all banged up, several guys not playing. Jones misses, but right there, Murphy on the foul. Knicks stood and watched it, and Jones went after it. Quick start here, and Top needs a timeout as the lead quickly back up to nine. Yeah, and that was in the third quarter. Uh, that was Mike Breen on MSG. Pelicans would win 115-92. to 92. Trey Murphy had 26, 6 of 11 from three. Tom Thibodeau, yeah, there was no Jalen Brunson. There was no Julius Randle or, or a lot of these guys. OG Ananobi, we know this, but he says still, you credit the Pelicans for coming in and getting the job done. Tough team. They're very good. They have a lot of weapons, you know, keeps constant pressure on you. They have size, they have length at virtually every position. Yep. And All right, so they, they are 35 and 24 right now, and they are fourth in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Um, how how close to they are? 35 like, and 24. Where is, what, uh, who's in seventh and what's their record? They're, they're 11 and a half uh, behind uh, in first place, and seventh is the Orlando Magic, 13 oh. and a half. So, so they're, they're right within there. two games. Yeah. So my question to you guys, over the next six games, where did the Knicks fall to? One and five. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, maybe they stay right where they are. I mean, you're a game and a half up on the heat. The Sixers are a mess right now. Yes. So even if the Knicks went three and three, as they start getting guys back, they're fine. Well, we were talking about this yesterday. We were saying we would take three and three over the next six. Sign for it. They're right now, now. They're now zero and one on that little. Would run you that we sign about. for three and three? Uh, you know what? No, I wouldn't do it. I got to stretch four and two, maybe four, two, five and one. I mean, five and one would be great. 
would you sign for... If you're saying five and one, would you sign for four and two? Yeah, I'd sign for that. I, I sign for uh, four and two. 25 in front of nine, Sports Radio 66. <laughs> Here was uh, here's Josh Hart. Uh, they played hard. He wasn't interested in hearing that. This was on MSG. We lost the game. They're, I don't take anything. I mean, maybe I'll look back at the film, but, you know, don't play the game to, to get more victories. And the Knicks off tonight. Two weeks, they might be in the playing. They're not going to be. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I've been saying over the last two days that they're in danger of that because things are so jumbled up in the Eastern Conference. So, I mean, we'll we'll see. They got to get Brunson back. That that's the thing. They'll if they don't have Brunson over the next couple of games and they're shot. If he comes back, they'll have a chance to win every single game. And the Magic did beat the Nets last night and beat them soundly, one hundred eight to eighty one. Cavaliers over the Mavericks, one twenty one one nineteen. That sixty foot buzzer beater from Max Struess giving Cleveland the win. Also, the Celtics make it nine in a row, 117-99 over the 76ers. All right, I mentioned this last hour. So Will Ferrell was on the My Mama Told Me podcast. Hmm? Um, He was recounting a Cal Ripken story and or myth. For anyone who remembers or is a big baseball fan, there was a point in his streak, and he was getting towards the end, where the game was called due to the electricity going out in the Baltimore baseball stadium. And they had to call the game. There was a power outage. And then he would go on to give the details. The story is that Cal Ripken came home to find Kevin Costner cheating. (laughs) (laughs) His wife cheating with Kevin Costner. They had a fight. He hurt his hand. Whoa! He's like, I can't play tonight. They're like, okay, what about the streak? I know. The power's out. And then had a couple of days off due to whatever, a, a day off, a rain out, and then was good to go a few days later. And then he he totally buys it. I think this checks out. So I don't know if it does or not. I kind of remember why, something why about this. Why is he talking about that? It's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. Perhaps it came up totally bizarre. Had you heard this before or no? I feel like there was something out there, hmm. but that, but I no, I don't remember details of it like this, not at all. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out how did Will Ferrell come up with this, and why would, why would he bring it up? Well, I don't know that he, right? I, he wasn't him that came up with it. No, he no, just, it's been out there a long yeah. time. No, I know that, but why was he bringing I, it up? Yes. I have to go back and listen to the podcast. All right, I don't know. A guy pulled these clips as I'm pulling a bunch of stuff as I'm going on. He's on for 40 minutes with them. So I'll have that answer for you next hour. But right. I did download the entire podcast, so I will go through it. But I thought that was kind of odd. Uh, Mets beat the Marlins 7-1. to one. They'll play the Cardinals coming up later today. Adrian Hauser with two scoreless innings yesterday. No game for the Yankees. They did uh, lose to the Rays on Tuesday 4-2. They will play the Marlins tomorrow. The Devils were in San Jose taking on the Sharks. Here's he shirt. Looking for a four-point night moose. And he scores! Make it four for Heischer. The Devils pouring it on. They lead seven to one. Yeah, goal, three assists, not too bad. That was Matt Lachlan on Devils Radio. They would wind up winning seven to two last night. A much-needed victory 
for New Jersey as they win out west. You got the Rangers looking to start a new winning streak tonight as they play the Blue Jackets, St. John's at Butler, and Seton Hall visits Creighton. And in the famous words of one Tracy Burgess, I'll leave you with this. Uh, <laughs> finally, this past weekend at a the Bowling U.S. Open. Seems like a big deal. Would you not think a big yes, deal? Yes, yes, very big. The U.S. Bowling Open. Yes, well, pro bowler Brandon Novak, not sure what his odds were. Not sure if he was going to win or not, but he was clearly in the, the event. He was stopped midway through his match. He was then arrested, and he is facing 15 child pornography charges. Oh, jeez. So I would say things didn't go well for him. Jeez. He didn't win. And I believe he's in prison right now, or at least out on bail. Not sure, but he was arrested. So there you have it. Yeah, I mean, guys who bowl that much. A little weird. What, bowling? Just people bowl that much. You know, he's a pro bowler. making a living off Right. Yeah, I know, but mm. you know, when someone's bowling that much in a bowling league, I'm not surprised by anything. Okay. You could have said been arrested for any crime. I would have been like, he's a bowler. <laughs> Absolutely. And if you told me like tennis or something, I would have been like, well, no, nah, that's weird. darts. Uh, no. Cornhole. No. Just bowling. Yeah. And you Just see a lot of strange cornhole. bowlers out there. I mean, that's why they made that, uh, what was that, the kingpin with Ernie McCracken, yeah. those guys like that? Yes. Yeah. I mean, the reason they chose bowling. <laughs> with Woody Harrelson? Yeah. <laughs> Weird guys. I mean, I had to believe you were in a bowling league at one time. <laughs> Never. If you're on the South Shore of Long Island, you're in a bowling league. Never. Never in a bowling league. I was. Were you? You got yeah, out because was... of all the weirdos. No, no, no. I think it was at least for five years. Wow. Were you five, really? years? For five years? Yes. Is least. there any sport you won't try? <laughs> I was good at it too. I'm, oh, I'm sure, sure, you, sure were. you were. The only thing I've ever seen you not that good at is cornhole, for whatever yeah, reason. It bores me. Okay. Hi, I'm Boomer. I, I dominate life. No, no. I've if you just, worked I, on it, you get good I at just it. Get, yeah, I just, I just get bored. It doesn't excite me. Okay. Even if you were playing for 100 bucks, 500 bucks, that wouldn't no. get your juices flowing. No. I played golf with G in Vegas. He had a horrific nine holes. Said, let's put some money on this thing. And all of a sudden, G sprung to life. I yeah. Did. And started hitting good shots. Well, I, I've, I've done that before. Yes, I've doubled So cornhole wouldn't do that for you? No, nah, I just, I just mm. don't. I don't really care for cornhole. I don't know why. It's, it's, I'll play it, but I'm just not loving it. Okay. It's like that new shuffleboard thing that everybody loves. A yeah. couple shuffleboard places over in Brooklyn. and like, I'm not like, I don't know. Didn't do anything for me. Okay. I understand. I put a hockey stick, a baseball bat, something like that in my hands. Let's go. Let's go. And a bowling ball, apparently. <laughs> right, <well>. exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Build Ford Tough Studio. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.
Radio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Elvis is out there with a farmer's dog bandana on right now. And we thank the farmer's dog for allowing our dogs to be here today. They've been a great partner for us. Our dogs love the farmer's dog, and we make them healthy and happy, and we're showing them off today here at the office. Because it's a bring your dog to work day, courtesy of the farmer's dog. Uh, so how about this story from uh, Colin Cowherd? This is not a sports take for Colin Cowherd. I'm not going to say, I can't believe Colin Cowherd had a top ten list of quarterbacks that didn't include blah, blah, blah. Um, so this is about a story where he went, he was uh, visiting his home, one of one of his homes in Westerly, Rhode Island on Friday. And there was a woman sitting in a car at his driveway. So he pulled in behind the car. He walked up to it with his phone. And there was a young girl there. And she rolled down her window and a dog in the car started barking. And he said, can I ask you why you're here? And she said, well, I was just wondering if your house was for sale. And he goes, oh, I'm getting robbed. Great. Her boyfriend's in the house. So I call 911 and give them the address and it's Westerly, Rhode Island and the police there are fantastic he said they came flying down the street Taylor Swift has a house 10 houses away so does this girl think that this was Taylor Swift's house and he was she was staking it out so he didn't know that until the cops had mentioned it to him he's like well okay that's pretty good for uh, for property value so he thinks that this was a Taylor Swift stalker Wow, who was in his driveway. Now, could have been. It could have been someone casing the place. But well, let me ask you a question. Was her boyfriend in the house no. robbing it? No. No, so there was no robbing. This was probably more of a stalking type of situation. Quite possibly. Yes. Or who knows, maybe there was someone and there was no one in the house. Maybe the, the boyfriend was out casing the house. She texted him, go run away. I'll pick you up on another street. Could have been another squatting situations that's going on out there. Maybe they're saying, oh, there's no one in this house. This is one of Colin Cowherd's houses. He's got other ones on the West Coast. Maybe it was one of those situations. Who knows? Man, he's doing well. I know. I mean, so this is what I heard on the warm-up show this morning. What's that? That's the biggest takeaway from this thing is one of Colin Cowherd's houses is 10 away from one of Taylor Swift's houses? Well, I mean... Huh, you know, maybe Taylor Swift's house is overlooking the ocean. Maybe Colin Coward's house is across the street. Eh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I tell you. I know uh, that part of Rhode Island is beautiful for sure. Yeah. So he, uh, apparently, Colin Coward makes $6 million per year from Fox Sports. So, not bad. Not bad at Doesn't all. Doesn't sound like Taylor Swift neighborhood money. But maybe no, Taylor but, Swift could have fifty houses. She could be, she could be, you know, ten houses away from him, but her house be worth twenty million and his house be worth four million. It's true. That is very true. That kind of thing. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's not a. It's a very nice neighborhood. I'm sure. I'm sure it's a great <laughs> neighborhood. Yeah, it's it's definitely a great neighborhood. But yeah, I mean, I would be if I thought I thought they would be talking about Howard uh, Howard um, Stern Stern's house. That is just massive out in Southampton, I believe. 
Where I was that the one he's been living in since, yes. ever since COVID happened, where he doesn't leave it? Yeah, doesn't come out. No, doesn't yeah. come out of that house. Yeah. Well, actually, he does occasionally. And then he got COVID, and he said it was the worst thing in the world. It was really rough on him. Yeah, yeah it was, it was all really rough on all of us. So, I mean, <laughs> you're no different. I actually never like when I had COVID the couple yeah. times I did. I got I'm, now neurovirus kills me. So I'm not saying I'm some sort of immunity freak. No, you're not. But, but COVID, for whatever reason, doesn't. It never really bothered me. Right. Well, you know, it hit me a couple times. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. It just it happens. Yeah, but I mean, you you made it through. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> me, I had like a stuffy nose. That was it. Right. You know, I didn't. You know, didn't lock myself in my basement. No, no, no. For three, four years at yeah, a time. No. I wish I could. But yeah, I can't. <laughs> right. How great would that be? I would be? love to be able to do that. Well, we're not exactly, uh, you and I are not exactly comorbidity guys, you know? No, not, yeah, not yeah, really. exactly. Not really a lot of comorbidities that are rolling around. But does, does Howard Stern have a comorbidity? I don't believe so, no. So, but... but I, I just, can understand how people are germaphobes. I, I understand that. I've been around people like that. Yeah, I mean, I I like to make sure that I'm, I'm cleanly and wash the hands and everything, but I'm not so much a germaphobe. But here's the thing. Howard Stern had to say that COVID knocked him on his ass because you cannot talk about being deathly afraid of COVID and not come out of your house for four years and then get it and be like, oh, I just had a runny nose because right. you look like a moron. So he, no matter how he felt, he had to talk about how it was one of the worst things he ever went through. Uh, Margaret is in Connecticut. What's going on, Margaret? Hi, guys. Um, actually, two subjects I was wanted to talk to you about this morning. The Taylor Swift house you were just talking about. Yes. It's right on um, the beach in Watch Hill. Well, there you go. So like, it's a beautiful right spot, and that's corner. why it costs and that so much if you're money. Yes. Down the beach, you, you walk between the dunes. Yep. And on the right hand side is like her house, and she's never there. You know, like, we've never seen any kind of movement. Why don't you go in there and squat? I'm sorry? Why don't you go in there and squat in the house? Like, no, no there's not. We uh, we take our sailboat there sometimes now, so we can like be more out there. And um, but I've never seen I've never seen her there. That's the new stuff. thing: is you just show up at somebody's house, you make a fake lease agreement, and then you can't leave. And then yeah, you hire you, a lawyer. All right, I'd stop. I mean, at the end of the day, what she's doing and what somebody <laughs> within her world is doing for her is investing in very high end real estate, which is very smart to do. So that's how yeah. she's spending her money. Yeah, she's owned it. It's owned it for a long time. I mean, yeah. it's beautiful. But um, the other, the other thing, I was wondering if you guys saw the segment that John Stewart did on Monday night about his dog. Oh, uh, pay the dog passed away. Yeah, and he was uh, yeah, broken up was about it. So I mean, he was crying through the whole thing, and you know, yeah. it was just like I don't, I don't know how he did the show like the day before. You know, day it happened the day before. Yeah, I mean, I, so, um, I, I know, and it's it's one of those. It's 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 one of the hardest things. You go through, it's like uh, losing a, a human family member. Uh, all of us here have, have gone through it that have owned dogs. I, I think about uh, the dogs that I've, I've had that are no longer with us every single day. That's not hyperbole. I think about them every single day with their picture pops up or whatever. Um, and you, then when, once that happens, you're like, why do you do this to yourself? You know, And then you realize when you get a, uh, another dog that you want to take care of and you love that, that the, the joy that it brings you is... Is amazing, and you give them a great life. So you know what I have, I have one of those aura frames. Yeah, and this is where you can send pictures. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, I got my grandchildren all over it. Yeah, got the dogs all over it. That's right, that's right. <laughs> and so the constant reminder you see, and 
you know, certain parts of your life and everything in front of you. And it's a constant reminder that, that they were there, that they were an important part. That, that is exactly right. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan at CBS Sports Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.